0: Welcome to the video, don't forget to hit that bell icon for weekly videos on historical figures and stories. If you enjoy the content, be sure to subscribe. The story of Van Ackerson is based in the late 10th century, at the height of the Viking age. As Van was growing up, there was a Viking mercenary order that would become famous all over the world for their military exploits and legendary fighting ability. That group was the Joms Vikings, a brotherhood who would fight anyone as long as they were paid handsomely. The ideologies of the Joms Vikings were simple. They placed a heavy emphasis on the importance of battle and being brave. They were honourable and longed to die in battle, to reach the mythical hall with the gods and other legendary fallen warriors of history. They were also fiercely loyal to each other and as a brotherhood, they would avenge one another, as if a fellow warrior died, a blood feud would start with their killer. The legend of the Vikings appears in some Icelandic sagas from the 12th and 13th centuries. The tale of Van Ackerson is mentioned exclusively in the Viking saga, and today, we will explore his life. This is his story van was described as an uncontrollable boy by the time he was just nine years old he had already killed three men so from an early age it was evident that van had serious anger problems and was very capable of murder when van turned 12 he asked his father for some men and his father aki would oblige him with a ship and 60 men van's men were young None were older than 20 or younger than 18, apart from Van, of course, who was a boy of 12. The young men would go from one end of Denmark to the other, ravaging the coasts ruthlessly. They would steal armour, weapons, silver and provisions, and would live by the sword. Van was in his element. The cool sea breeze would blow on his face while he saw lands in the distance that were ripe for pillaging. Van would soon hear tales of the legendary order of the Joms Vikings. Wanting to hone his skill in battle and achieve glory and wealth, he set sail for Jomsborg, the island stronghold of the Joms Vikings. Van anchored his ship outside the Stone Arch, and the city chieftains came out with many men to ask who the new arrivals were. Van would ask the chieftains if Palnatok was in the tower. Palnatok himself replied to Van, and he said, Who are you to behave in such a high-handed manner? Van replied, I shan't keep it hidden from you, that my name is Van, and I am the son of Aki. I have come here to offer you the services of my company. At home, I was not thought easy to handle. At this point, Palnatok realised he was talking to his grandson, and he said, Do you think it's likely, kinsmen, that you'll be able to get along here, if men could hardly control you at home? Palnatoke turned to his men, and said, Do you think it's advisable to admit them? The chiefs agreed it would not be wise to admit Van, and his band of men. Palnatok then said, Van, kinsmen, our men are opposed to you joining our ranks. Sigvaldi would get a word in and say, We are agreed that we would prefer that you should never join our company. Palnatok asked Van, How old are you, kinsman? Van replied, I shan't tell you a lie about this. I am twelve. To this, Palnatok said, Then you are not abiding by our laws, as you are much younger than any man we have admitted to our company. You see, in the code of the Yom's Vikings, you had to be in between the ages of 18 and 50 to try to join the order. Van was insistent though, and said, I will not strive to break your laws, but what if I am equal of one who is 18 or older? Palnatoke was growing tired, and replied, Don't set your mind to that kinsman. Instead, I shall send you to Wales, and because of our kinship, I will give you half of my kingdom there. Van didn't want to grow fat and old governing land; he wanted to raid, and be a yom's Viking. So he said, "That's a generous offer, but I won't accept it." Now I am just going to tell you, I challenge Sigvaldi Strut Haraldson to row out of the harbor with two ships, and see which of us retreats and which of us comes off best, and let that be a bargain between us, that if they retreat, you will admit us. Let Sigvaldi fight us, if he is a warrior, and he is a man of courage, or is he a she-wolf? Palnatok replied, So much has been said, Sigvaldi, that I cannot prevent you from attacking Van, yet, I do not want you to kill him, even though he doesn't seem very easy to deal with. After the encounter with Van, Sigvaldi and his men made themselves ready for battle, and rode out to meet Van and his forces. Immediately, a fierce battle ensued. Van and his men bombarded Sigvaldi and his Joms Vikings so fiercely that they could do nothing except protect themselves. Van's men, then grappled the ships together, and as soon as Van and his men ran out of stones to throw, they wasted no time in drawing their swords. By this time, Sigvaldi had retreated to the shore to gather stones, but Van and his men were not far behind them. The two forces came to blows on the shore, but Sigvaldi continued to retreat with his ranks growing thinner and thinner. Palnatok and the rest of the Yom's Vikings were watching the battle from a tower, and he shouted to Sigvaldi, that he should stop fighting, as there was no point thrashing on to the bitter end. 30 of Sigvaldi's men had been slain, while very few of Van's men had died, but there were many wounded on either side. Van and his companions were then enrolled into the Order of the Vikings, and Van was the only exception to the rule, joining the order, at just 12 years old. He was a protégé, with Palnatoke saying, I propose that we admit Van and his men. Even though he is younger than our laws allow, it's very likely he'll turn out to be a great warrior. Once Van had been admitted, he accompanied the Yom's Vikings on every expedition, and he was even given the command of a ship, No one seemed to be as great as a warrior as he was. I'd like to say a big thank you to Skillshare for sponsoring today's video. I don't know about you, but as I've gotten older, I care a lot more about learning new skills and other forms of self-improvement. If you do as well, then Skillshare would be perfect for you. Skillshare is an amazing online learning community with thousands of classes. You can literally choose anything to learn about from Adobe Photoshop, to music theory for songwriters, there really is something for everyone. Something I've been trying to do for a while now is adding effects to my videos to improve the production value. The class I would recommend if you're into that is the Video Editing with Adobe Premiere Pro for Beginners by Jordy Vanderput, a fellow YouTuber. Through the Skillshare community, I have gotten some extremely helpful tips while learning a new skill that has been improving my content. It's definitely worth trying out, and the first 1,000 people to use the link will get a free one-month trial at Skillshare. Three years later, when Van was 15, Palnatok fell ill, and he said, I think this illness is going to be my last. Knowing his death was close, he chose Sigvaldi to be in charge of the Vikings, as he thought he was the most suitable person to take charge. Sigvaldi had not been the commander of the Joms Vikings for long, but already the discipline of the order began to deteriorate, and Palnatok's strict laws, which were the base of the Brotherhood, were no longer being followed. King Swain wanted to expand his empire and take Norway by force, and he thought the Joms Vikings would be perfect for that task. There would soon be a banquet where the commander of the Joms Vikings and King Swain would swear oaths to each other, as would the senior members of the Joms Vikings. Sigvaldi said, Your Majesty, I swear, that before three years are past, I shall ravage Norway with as many men as I can assemble, and drive Earl Hakon out of the land, or kill him, or else my lifeless body will remain in Norway. Van would also swear, and he would say, This is my vow, that I shall follow Sigvaldi in this journey, and I shall stay as long as he is alive. The Vikings would soon after go on an expedition to Norway. One evening, they fell unawares on the town of Tonsberg. They plundered nearly the whole of it, killing many men and robbing huge quantities of property. A man named Germundur awoke after hearing the carnage outside his house, and he decided to put up a resistance against the order. The Vikings, however, flocked to the house and began cutting it down savagely. Germundur lost all hope and jumped out of the house. Van was standing nearby, and he swung his sword, cutting the man's arm off. He then looked at his mangled arm on the floor, and ripped off the armoring that was on it. Gurumundur, however, would survive and flee. He heard Earl Hakon was hosting a banquet with 120 men, and he told him of an army that had landed in Norway, and began ravaging its lands. With this information, Earl Hakon came up with a plan. The Vikings would ravage Norway, and soon enough, the earls of the land would prepare for war. This would soon culminate in the Battle of Yrungavogar. The gods would make their presence known on the battlefield, and a hailstorm would commence, followed by lightning and thunder. It was a sea battle, and the two fleets would fight against each other furiously. It was Sigvaldi and his Yom's Vikings against Earl Hakon, Sigvaldi's ship would face Earl Hakon's, while Van's ship would face Earl Eric's. Van would shout so loudly it echoed across the sea. Earl Eric quickly rode to where Van was, only to find that Van and his Joms Vikings had caused such a great devastation that they had made a gap in the Norwegian defensive line. Van saw Eric's ship approaching and being the bold warrior that he was, he leapt into the prow of the enemy ship, and created such a havoc that all men fell before him. The hailstorm, however, was picking up. It was so fierce that the Yom's Vikings could hardly stay on their feet. If they hurled spears or arrows, the storm would throw it back at them. Sigvaldi then said, "'Now I'll flee!' and so will all my men. We didn't swear any vows to fight against witches. Sigvaldi got so cold, he took hold of an oar and started rowing. Van saw his opportunity, and so enraged was he by Sigvaldi's cowardice, that he flung a spear at him, but it missed, and killed the steersman of the ship. It was such a powerful throw, it pinned him to the side of the boat. Van continued fighting on, but soon enough, he and his men would face the wrath of the entirety of Norway. Van's men began to fall so fast that soon enough only 80 were left alive. They carried on fighting until nightfall. Most of Van's Viking warriors were utterly exhausted from their wounds and the cold. Ten of them would die there during the night. The 70 remaining warriors were captured, taken ashore, and tied up. One by one, they were then beheaded. It soon came the turn of a young man with golden hair to die, and he said, I have had my best part of my life. I am not interested in living longer than those who have fallen, but could someone hold my hair away from my head, so it doesn't become bloodstained? The executioner would oblige him, and as he swung his sword, the golden-haired Viking jerked forward, so the man pulling his hair back had both of his hands cut off. Earl Hakon decided to kill them all, as the Joms Vikings were too much to handle, but another Earl was interested in who they were before they died and would ask their names. Many more Joms Vikings were beheaded, and soon enough, it was Van's turn, being described as big, young, and very nimble. The executioner soon came for him, and rushed at him with his sword. Another Joms Viking would push Van over, just as he was about to die, causing the executioner to lose his footing, and drop his sword. Van swiftly grabbed his weapon, and slew him. Earl Hakon immediately ordered him dead, but Earl Eric, the man Van was fighting in battle, told Hakon to spare his life due to his skill as a warrior. Van then said, Me and my men will share the same fate. Much discussion followed, but eventually, the remaining Yom's Vikings under Van's command were spared, And so ends the tale of Van Ackerson, as after this, he appears to have disappeared from history. Van's main qualities were his fighting ability, his capability to lead men, and his rage. His rivalry with Sigvaldi would finish when Van tried to kill him, due to Sigvaldi's cowardice, and he himself, not abiding by the Jom's Viking laws. In a time of endless war, warriors and legends were forged in battle and bloodshed, and Van was no different. His deeds in life as a warrior have allowed his name to survive through the ages. I hope you all enjoyed the video. If you did, make sure to like, subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.